For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to Rainstock Play. Welcome to this week's episode. Uh, just me and Glenn this week. Back to the OG days, Glenn. Uh, we're going to really quickly react this week to the Ben Stokes announcement. I think it's worth uh, 20 or 30 minutes of our time chatting about that. Uh, so how are you, firstly, before we get into this? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Dan. Had my first game of the uh, the soccer, or should I say football season, this yeah. weekend. Um, How'd you go? I was- it was it was good. I, I, so I'm a goalkeeper. I'm just simply not fit enough to run around like I used to <laughs> on the wing. Uh, we lost three two seven aside. Uh, we lost three two. What was annoying, right, Dan, is um, they were allegedly you know one of the better teams in the league. First off, you don't want to play them first game mm. of the season. They weren't great. And what the problem was, all three goals were avoidable. So I was arguably at fault for probably the first. You know, cross came in and I kind of palmed it instead of away from danger it kind of you know, pops into, Back the, into the mix so you can never do that yeah no. it was it was tough um and then a few short passes at the back led to goals you know the way it is it kind of like how level. chelsea do just just hoof it just two of those event, exactly we had um yeah two chelsea captains in defense but um but we scored some nice goals and i had a decent second half i had made some solid saves had not quite a pickford performance this weekend no. but i did tip I tipped one onto the crossbar, which was really satisfying. That's a good feeling. I was playing goal, and that is the best feeling, I think. Tipping onto the post. post. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well done. And we look forward to more of your soccer exploits uh, throughout (laughs) the year. Um, As I said, though, we're here to react to the Ben Stokes news. Um, It's probably no surprise to anybody, but it's probably worth a chat now. It's confirmed and set in stone, and we're not talking hypotheticals here. Ben Stokes is now the men's test captain for England. Um, I mean, first reactions, Glenn, to, to it being announced. Obviously it was like sort of drip fed to us throughout the week that he was meeting or Rob Key went up to Durham to chat with him and the chats were successful. And on Thursday, it's like we expect it tomorrow. And, and then it came. So the usual sort of leaking to the media sort of thing. But obviously the chats between Stokes and Key were very positive. Uh, Key thinks Stokes can take the role on. And I think this is everyone's sort of... Um, the only reason everyone didn't jump at Ben Stokes immediately after Root announced he was stepping down is because he plays all three formats he bats, he bowls, he carries the team, 
in the field as well, as well as probably in the dressing room. And he's just come back from a sort of a mental health break. So everyone was thinking, is this too much for him? Obviously, it's not. The chats are good. And this is the best decision. This is like the sensible decision. And I can't remember who said this. I think it was Will. But he said, when the notification came up on my phone to say Ben Stokes announced as England men's test captain, that was the least shocking. If it had been any other name, you know, the silly names we were pulling out, Stuart Broad, Moeen Ali, James Vince, Sam Billings, if it was one of them, you'd be a bit like, oh, so it's not. So it is the right one. Uh, so, yeah, your first reactions to it, um, despite it not being news, really. Yeah, I'm still torn. I'm still torn. It's, it's you know, the quote right one in the sense of, as we've said to death on this podcast, there was very few other options to choose from. You know, I would be a little bit cautious, Dan, about people really getting caught up in the, I guess, mythology of Ben Stokes, right? We're going to get into a to a bit of talking about this later on today. I think there's a really there's going to be some really good conversations to be had today. But yeah, I have the same concerns I did when we've talked about him as captain on previous podcasts, whereby, you know, he's he is, as you touched on, you know, he's playing across all formats. He's seen as pretty much, you know, the answer to all of England's woes across all of the formats. If we're four wickets down for 20 runs, in comes Stokes to save us. If we're desperate for a wicket with an old ball and everybody else is tired, give Stokes his 10th consecutive over. <laughs> we pile this pressure on him. And because he has this character, which is, you know, this do or die, like, you know, leave it all out there on the pitch. It's almost like, you know, maybe old school way of doing sport which isn't healthy and i think it's worth maybe pushing against this stuff you know destroying your body for the sake of the team i don't agree with that so he's still he very much embodies that mindset uh, which has some positives sure he can galvanize a team this is this is not to say he doesn't but i do think that his appointment did arguably show a lack of imagination from rob key and the england setup i think he was the easy choice because he was the only choice Ergo, he has to be captain. And I am a little bit sceptical. And you see the press, you know, we've I've, I've, you know, we've been looking at articles the last hour or two about Stokesy being captain. And I don't think I've seen a negative one yet. I think I have seen a lot of media generated razzmatazz, Dan, <laughs> to really build this myth of Ben Stokes as England's saviour. And I am going to be sceptical of that. Wow, I like it. I, I didn't expect this from you at all. And I, I tend, I am part of the Razzmatazz, I think. I'm well behind this. So I think this is going to hopefully be a good discussion out of us because I am all about it just because he is, oh, I'm going to use awful cliches here, just that guy who can galvanize the dressing room. But it feels <laughs> to me like he already has the dressing room. Um, so I think that might mean that we do get out of the blocks a little bit quicker than we would if someone rightly so I do I'd lean to agreeing that it's not the most original idea let's say Sam Billings got the role or someone totally new got the role uh Rory Burns as I've been I've been playing for for two or three years before we got dropped eventually uh he's already got that dressing room and that's going to help us move on a little bit quicker it seems like with him and Key they've quickly quashed the Broad and Anderson thing they've said they're going to be back in the team let's stop messing around with that now which now the fact they didn't play looks even more ridiculous now we're just they've, they've put their foot down a little bit um, but, I, you know, I do see the problems um, and a, a piece Barney Ronay wrote in The Guardian said uh, quite well, I thought he's reckless with his own fitness. And and that was when he wasn't in charge of the team. That's when Root was in charge of the team. I do think Root was kind of fallible to that and would just sort of bend over and say, yeah, go on. If Stokes wants to bowl, he'll bowl. So the fact that Stokes is now in charge of himself, that, that does lead a few questions potentially. But uh, I'll be honest, I'm, 
I'm all in. I'm all in, Glenn. All my chips are in. But I see, I see your uh, angst about it, perhaps. Um, but you know, it wouldn't have made any sense to go for anyone else. Like seriously, if you'd picked up your phone and it said Sam Billings appointed men's test captain, would you not have just gone, "What the hell?" And would we not be having a totally different discussion right now? Yes. Yeah. And again, this is why I think it's a lack of imagination. I mean, Billings is an interesting example because I think that would be a ridiculous choice, right? The guy, <laughs> Sorry, maybe not the best the, choice. Just, we, you know, the, we, we, you know, there's not no point speculating over who who else it could be now. But even as a stopgap, you know, there's kind of maybe there's the, you know, the Bearstow figure for just a year. And mm. this is the problem right Dan. We spoke about on this podcast, um, you know, breaking down this, you know, social construction of a, of a captain, you know, being so important, being the linchpin, being the most pivotal part of a team. And we read some really good pieces. I think it was Vic Marks had, had the best one that we talked about in the podcast saying, hey, this is a really great moment, a great kind of conjuncture in English cricket where you can step back and kind of break down this role, um, you know, demystify it and just say it's a job. Someone has to do it. Let's rotate it. The team's mm. more important than the individual. What England have done, Dan, with this decision, have completely yeah. brought back into this captaincy as as something to be, you know, talked about, to be uh, mythicized about, mm. to be doing all this other stuff. They have, but but that on steroids, right? That on it steroids. It is. It's the total antithesis of what that Vic Marks piece was. I think we all agreed on to an extent that this is a good time to just try something a bit different with that because Ben Stokes has been. He is on this pedestal as as a, as a cricketer. Um, you know, he's, he's he's the first sort of celebrity captain. This is, again, quoting Barney Rane since uh, Flintoff took charge. And that must have been, what, 06, 07? So we're now talking 15 years ago. And that way, that didn't work out very well. So, you know, the guy with this kind of following, with this kind of celebrity outside of cricket, is that the right man to take on this role? Because England is in, is in such an ebb at the minute that maybe it's not the right time for that. So I see your point to an extent. But I think it's Stokes, isn't it? So he's just going to do great. <laughs> I'm going to oversimplify it. Well, yeah, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I, I hope that he will do an excellent job. And I, I really like one of the main benefits that I've thought just in recent days since Stokes' announcement of him being captain is he is very much seen, and, you, and you've, you've pointed to this a minute ago, as a unifying figure that's already won over the dressing room. You know, very much, uh, you know, in, in complete opposite to, you know, Ralph uh, Ragnarok coming into United, the players don't trust him. They don't know who he is. It's clearly a terrible fit, even short term. It's a terrible fit. No respect from the players. I, I know it's a manager, not a captain. It's slightly different. But for a slight adjacent sporting comparison, United has been a disaster having this new figure in charge. Whereas Stokes, as you, as you, as you touched on, sure, not only, Dan, is he already friends and winning over the people who are currently in the dressing room. I think him and Root have a really close relationship, which mm. is good. And I'm sure and I hope he will turn to Root for advice if and when needed. Um, but at the same time, I think it's really interesting and helpful that he is close with Broad and Anderson and that this is an opportunity for them to come back into the team. Not, you know, as, Bar as Barney kind of touched on his piece, not kind of wheeled in to celebrate the end of their career, but on merit as two of the best three or four test bowlers in the country, which in my opinion, and a lot of cricket, cricket fans' opinions, they still are. So Stokes comes in, right? And yeah, he wins. He's got the dressing room on his side. The old captain likes him. The two guys who've been thrown out of the team like him. They come in. And th th I do have this image in my head of it just clicking and it being wonderful. Uh, and that's what we're working with, right? It's this kind of just imagined, this, this, hope, this hopeful imagined kind of dream that, that, that he unifies everyone. You know, but at the same time, this is still Ben Stokes. This is the point I'm, I really am trying to make. Like, this is still a guy that's been overworked. 
you know, he just took a break from cricket because it was just, you know, he needed time for himself, mm. which I could completely, you know, um, admire him for doing that. And I don't think if, you know, if he's told Rob Key, I can do it. I don't think that should just, you know, count him from having this role. I'm not saying that, but he has already been, as I said earlier, the person we go to to fix every single one of England's problems across formats and across disciplines within the sport, batting, bowling, fielding. He's a gun fielder too. Mm. He does it all. So again, what we have just done is put the whole pressure of test cricket, but you know, Rocky's at the easiest couple of days of his life. He's driven up north. <laughs> he said, Ben Stokes, do my job for me and do it well, because I know you have the ability and I know you have the mentality and I'm going to just wash my hands of this and let you unify this team. It could work. I'm not saying it won't. I hope it does. But it seems a little bit too easy, a little bit too simplistic, and maybe a little bit too lazy to push all this pressure mm. onto Ben Stokes. Oh, I like it. This is, not, this is a take we're not seeing in the media, Glenn. The mainstream media <laughs> aren't reporting this, are they? Uh, and, I, you know, I could see a couple of things happening potentially that, you know, does Ben Stokes want to play international T20 cricket? Do we need him in the side? I, I don't think he's been that great for England in the T20 side. I don't think that's that's too outrageous to say he's been good. But whenever we've chatted about England T20 teams, we're always desperately trying to fit him in because we know he can do these things, but he doesn't quite fit into this team. Not because he's a bad player, just because of the way the team is built at the minute. So th there's that to think about as well. Could he could he stop playing T20 cricket to sort of lighten the load? You know, Joe Root stopped doing that and got his focus on the test team. Um, does he do this for just a year? Are we having the same Are we having the same chat in twelve to eighteen months after you know a mediumly successful period building this team back up again and another more obvious candidate has got their hand up and is in the team and, and could be a good captain uh, and and let Stokes do the cricket again. So there's lots of options with this, but you know I trust that that chat that Stokes and Key had was that they they they'll be aware of that. Key would have asked those sort of questions. It would have been hard for Stokes to say no, I imagine, anyway, which is potentially a bit worrying. Um, he might, because of the kind of character we know he is, he might have just said yes anyway. Um, but, you know, there's, there's solutions around this, but it would be interesting to see how he handles his cricket, his cricket going forward. And it'd be interesting as well, Glenn, you know, will he have a coach by his side? Will he have a permanent coach for this first test that starts uh, in a month now on the 2nd of June? Um, it might not be a bad thing that there isn't one. And, you know, someone like Collingwood takes his, uh, a, a temporary charge. Um, you know, people questioning, can Stokes mould this team himself even? Can he can he even become the national selector and coach? You know, well, why not? Let's give him all the roles, right? That's exactly what I mean, Dad. It's, it's slightly ridiculous in a way. <laughs> We're like, okay, okay, Ben, do this, do that. On top of batting, bowling, fielding, making decisions on the field, can you please make all the decisions off the field for mm. us as well? Um, and let's just, you know, give you, give you, give you knighthood. Let's, uh, do you want to be a member of parliament as well? <laughs> um, can you help with the cost of living crisis? Like, yeah. Like, really expensive <laughs> now. Do you mind, like, shipping that back and forth yourself just on the cheap? But it is that, though, isn't it? And it's, I think this announcement for Key, especially, potentially has just quietened his inbox down a little bit and quieted the media down. Definitely, as you've said, like, no one's questioning this, this move. So I think it's quieting down a bit now so he can go about selecting this head coach role whether you know it's the right thing to do or not um but you know as a character i think i got quite bored of joe root i thought his interviews were really boring um very mor just towing the ecb line stokes we know is a lot more honest with the media so do you think that could be you know a slightly more interesting dynamic for fans and, and for the media and get a bit more honesty out of our captain he seems like a pretty genuine guy when, when he speaks to the media 
yeah, again, you know, another positive. This is not me trying to raid on anyone's parade. I'll say it again. Hope he does well. Hope he revives Test cricket. It'd be wonderful um, for England. But yeah, I think that is another positive, right? He has this personality. He has this kind of brash honesty to him. Wears his heart on the sleeve, right? This is the Ben Stokes everyone knows and loves. You know, Headingley, name another, you know, million of his extraordinary, like, just beyond imagination exploits on the field sure it will be i would prefer to watch an interview after a game with captain ben stokes and captain joe root yeah because especially in the last year or so you could just see how sad um rooty looked he just looked miserable and his interviews were usually miserable and <laughs> even the ones that were upbeat following a, a win well not following a win but following like a good a performance draw. <laughs> yeah exactly a winning draw should i say <laughs> excuse me um still still you know it's just like whether it's over media training whether it's just he's genuinely got nothing good to say because yeah. it's we're in such a mire you know there's there's many reasons but i I, I would not wait to watch a Joe Root interview. And again, this is no this is no attack on his character at all. It's just like it was a, it's a sad situation at the end of his tenure because he was still doing the business with the bat, as as we know. Um, and yeah, I guess okay. Well, here, here's here's a scenario, right? Daniel Ben Stokes, he's doing a pretty solid job with the with the captaincy. You know, he's making decent decisions. brings brings Anderson Broad in, and you know, maybe we win the first test against New Zealand. We win the series at home, um, but he gets a bit injured, so he can't bowl. And his batting drops off a cliff. He gets in a series yeah. against New Zealand. He gets 0, 10, 15, 18, 0, 1. What, what, oh, what do you do then? What, what's what's the kind of answer then? I, I mean, you know, every captain, I, I suspect he'll struggle with the bat initially, uh, just because he's got so much going on. As long as he can keep himself fit to bowl, he's still a cog in that team because it means we can balance the attack a little bit more. Um, oh, I don't know. You just get on with it, don't you? I, you know, but, but like we're blessed that our last two captains have been very good with the bat as captains. So it's kind of an interesting situation to dive into. But he's such an important part of the team, just with how it makes the balance work. That I think he'll obviously just have to be fine, and and hopefully some of the people around him sort of help him out for those first few series, especially. Uh, or maybe it'll have the opposite effect. Then maybe he'll relish it even more, and he'll go, you know what? I'm the captain. I've got like. I've got to put something together here, especially if it's all hell is breaking loose around him still. Maybe that'll actually improve his batting. But I, I see your point. I see your point. And it's his fitness that's going to be a real worry. Yeah, no, I and I, I agree. It's, yeah, honestly, uh, Dan, the fitness is really, really, really what comes to mind. Like, sure, we've said that for various reasons, there's not many other options for either form or fitness or whatever else. You know, the batting's terrible. The boulders are all injured. Um, but yeah, again, you know, what happens if... Ben Stokes gets genuinely seriously injured, which is the last thing anyone wants for him or the team, him more importantly there, of course. But OK, so let's just give, give, give us one maybe just to bring us on to the vice captaincy chat. Stokes pulls up. Maybe he can't make a game again in the New Zealand series. Who's stepping in for you there? And I guess that does lead us nicely on to who, who should be this vice captain appointment, because we're still in a bit of a bit of a state of flux with that appointment, too. Correct. Yeah, the chat has been this isn't confirmed, by the way, although I think both you and I thought it was confirmed. It was Zach Crawley, which is surreal in in so many different ways. Um, probably because Rob Key's Kent links, maybe. I don't know. A bit of sort of county nepotism there, if you will. I, I mean, and, and you sort of big this guy up for captaincy, Glenn, but Johnny Bairstow, I think, would be a great vice. And you think of the role of a vice, and it is to step in if Stokes is injured, which I think has way more likelihood than Root or Cook did or Strauss because they were opening batters. Um, and I think Bester would do a job and you know he'd be in the team and he seems well liked. 
don't know if he's much of a tactician or not really um but you know root can be on hand to do that you obviously can't give it root that would make that would be ridiculous so Bairstow feels the next best option probably in that in that because Crawley's place isn't safe he's having a stinker of a time so far uh, so I don't know why that was even passed around to be honest is that just a rumor gone mad well, that's precisely it. I was looking as you were talking. I was pulling up his his recent stats for for Kent in the county championship. Uh, just this week, four and five. Week mm-hmm. prior to that, seven twenty nine. Week prior to that, sure he gets a fifty four, but then he gets a five in the second innings. And then you know his um, innings for England were apart from the hundred. Take away the hundred, which is ex- excellent on on let's say a road as well with, with yeah, oh yeah absolutely yeah, that has to be asterisks. Um, take that away his scores in the west indies were eight zero forty seven and eight so i mean right, that's it's not... that crawley isn't it he lives off a couple of big innings and and ultimately his place i don't think is 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 locked in for that first test in a month's time i don't think it, i think they should i think they should back him and they should play him. oh yeah i think he has it but but i think you're right he's not doing the business in the county championship so he again he doesn't come across as a, as a particularly useful vice captaincy pick um yeah i mean i again well you know i've said i've said best again more of this kind of stopgap figure i'm not saying mm. <laughs> jenny Bairstow is obviously again the savior of english cricket and nor should one person be but yeah you know i think a bit i'm intrigued to see what the vice captaincy pick is because Dan, in a way, doesn't this give us an indication of if it wasn't Stokes, maybe this was the second in line, right? You'd think Ooh. that would be the thinking there. <sighs> See, I don't think I, I don't think it is. I think it's, it could be a fair guide, but I also think it's going to give it someone who they might they know is going to get picked uh, at the end of the day. Because I do, it, like, I'd love to know what the other options were on Rob Key's like shortlist. I'd love to. I, I, I None. <laughs> no. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I agree. I reckon you have Ben Stokes said if he says no, I'm stuffed. <laughs> so Question that mark. fascinating. He had, a, he, he had his Google search open, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was just Googling the next 11 from uh, the West Indies. Like, who played again? <laughs> right, let's go. Let's drive to over to Lancashire and see who wants it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think it'll be whoever's a good member of the dressing room and, and, and they know can deputise on the odd occasion he may not be fit, hopefully, something like that. But the thing with Stokes, I think we've seen recently, is he's normally just not fit to bowl. And it's still played, so I, I I hope it wouldn't. It's not going to be a regular uh, occurrence that that he has to get dropped. Um, but speaking of whether Bearstow be a tactician or not, I think we know about Stokes's 
tactics to an extent. I think such a sort of big tick for him getting this was that Pakistan one day series he took over last year. 2021 yeah, or 2020, I, was, I can't remember. Last summer. Mm-hmm. Last summer, because everybody got COVID and he basically had to lead some children to play quite a good one day side. And those children won 4 0. So, you know, and he and, and Stokes didn't contribute, I don't think, in that in, in that series with the battle of the ball too much. He definitely couldn't bowl because his finger was still knackered. And I don't think he had any particularly memorable innings. So, if that's anything to go on, uh, it could be an exciting time for the testing. And, and Stokes could sit there at five, contrary when he needs to. Uh, and look after the boys and, and just sort of guide them to, to to redemption again. And what I love the most, again, I think at the minute is that uh, probably with Key at his side is they've quashed the broad Anderson thing. They've said, bang, they're playing, right, move on. Then they're, they're not looking around. They're, there's no BS. There's like, here's what we're doing. You know, with Root, with Root's tenure, there was so much sort of will they, won't they? And so many sort of like really smoke boring. And smoke and, yeah. Smoke and mirrors and really ambiguous, like, oh, we're doing this and this. It's like, no, Broad and Anderson are playing. So I hope they kind of follow that through for the rest of the summer with any selection worries or just generally telling us what they're doing and why. You know what I mean? Just a little bit more open and uh, openness and honesty. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it'd be great to have that. Obviously, that was, I think, leaving... Not to you know really go over a very dead argument, but I do think leaving Broad and Anderson at home was like a desperate last roll of the yeah. dice from a exactly. management captaincy unit that had just completely collapsed. Right, that is when you're when you're out of ideas. Uh, me and Will always joke when we're playing FIFA and we uh, we're not doing too well. I I fire the scouts. Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's not their, <laughs> not their fault, but I'm blaming someone for why I've lost five games in a row for Brighton. Yeah. It was it. It's a bit different, but, you know, it really was. Who can we not really blame, but what drastic shift can we take to say, hey, we're fresh, we're new, we're, yeah. we're still relevant. And they were like, oh, if, if we go and win this series, like, oh, stroke a genius and they'd still be in charge. So, yeah. And I honestly think that decision is going to look insane once this summer of cricket's gone. Because yeah, Broadlands well, should, touch wood, go about the business again. And I'm sure they will. And yes, it just seemed like, you know, really wood for the trees. You're re- genuinely, you're fixing a part of the team that isn't necessarily broken at all. So bringing them back in, sure, I, I don't get me wrong. I am excited, Dan, to see what a Ben Stokes captaincy can deliver this test team. And it is important that he acknowledges that making the test team as captain, that's your number one. You know what I mean? That That is, that is your, if you have to... I really like that you touched on maybe he could take a back seat from the 2020 team. I don't think he can be at the top of his powers across three formats when he is test captain. I think it helped. You know, there were rumours, you know, about bringing Root. Root had some really fun games, probably because zero pressure in the in the yeah. blast. He can bowl. He can Obviously, he's a ridiculously capable batsman in the shorter form of the game too. Like, But he said... Listen, I can't do it all. I can't do everything all the time. I'm going to just leave the, the T20 team. And he probably could have got back in on merit. Probably didn't need to. So Stokes just needs to be encouraged to make test cricket his priority, England's priority. And maybe we can see some substantial shifts because we are still down bottom mm. of the World Test Championship. It's, that is that is you just cannot understate, understate how overstate how how terrible that is. Yeah, and this piece in The Guardian we've read, and we'll link it in the description, kind of references that, that Stokes' ultimate task now, now he's in charge, is to fix this terrible, terrible test team. It is one of the worst for a long time, and every England captain kind of comes in with it being the worst test team ever. That's how the cycle goes, but um, that is his ultimate job, isn't it? So, yeah, I can't wait to see how he's handled, and I think we know, obviously we don't know him, but we know from watching him play cricket for 10 years that he'll have to be told he's not in the T20 team. He won't, he probably won't do drop out of that himself. Uh, or whatever it might be. And listen, you know, he, he play, he'll play the 100 for whoever he plays for. I, I couldn't even tell you he plays for, but 
he'll still have flashes in, in the shortest form, whether that be for England again or for Durham or for whatever hundred team he plays for. But that doesn't necessarily mean he has to be picked for that uh, T20 team. Like, you know, we got the World Cup in Australia this autumn time. Like, I can't imagine that we, like after the summer he's out, it'd be great for him to be carted out there. You know, and maybe he wants to, and we can't talk for his um, uh, mental state or how much he wants to play cricket or how much he wants to play T20 cricket. But it feels like from an onlooking perspective that weaning him off some ex- aspects we don't need him is only going to help the test team even more, right? Absolutely. And um, yeah, I guess one other thing to consider, um, you know, obviously, so Rob Key's made the first decision, the biggest one on his plate. He's done he it, took, yeah. <laughs> he took the straightforward one. And yeah, he, he, it might be the right one. Don't, don't get me wrong. But with that in mind, Dan, obviously, he's also mentioned that he is, again, what I've liked about the clarity, A, Borden and Anderson back in. B, we're going to split the role, right? We're going to yeah. split the, the coaching. I've been very clear about that. Mm. What, I guess, you know, what were your thoughts? You know, we, we heard this at a similar time. We were talking about it in our in our group chat. You know, what do you think about the splitting the role? They've committed to it. And I think Justin Langer, who, I'll be honest, that was my number one test pick, doesn't seem, is out of the running. Doesn't seem yeah, to be that's sad. I'd, I'd love to see that. Just for the drama of it all. Just for the... Stokes and Langer. Maybe oh, that, mate. maybe, I don't, maybe People they're too... Dressing with black eyes and like, yeah. they're like getting shit hours. But it didn't worth it from a drama perspective. Um... It definitely seals like the right decision. I think you know, take cricket out of it and and look at the amount of games they're playing. England, the men, England men's team, and you imagine that you have the same coach and the same staff that would have to follow them all year round. That's not sustainable. That's not an amount of work any person can do. Um, and you know that coach would ultimately be multitasking all the time. And you know we're all better when we focus on one thing. So I can't wait to see this. I think it's going to be so much better. And I also think that the Red Bull team you know, the 11 men on the field versus the white ball 11. There isn't that much crossover anymore. I mean, there was 10 years ago, um, you know, when when Cook still played in the one-day team, when Strauss did, when Broad and Anderson played in the one-day team. But there isn't that anymore. You think of the crossover players now from red to white, and let's talk 50 over mainly, for example. You know, Root does it, Bairstow does it. You know, we're not even talking Butler in the red ball team anymore. So there isn't that much crossover. So having totally separate setups obviously still work under the same values and the same principles but they have different personnel focusing more intently on certain aspects of the game i think can only be a good thing and i'm so glad they've been so like i'm so glad key has been so open about it and again he's not he's not giving us ifs or buts he's like no that's what i'm doing i'm interviewing for two roles and we know that now it's great and i'm sure it's better for everyone involved so i'm excited um your thoughts yeah, I think it's the right thing to do. It clearly didn't work. I think that's that's. But see that you know the Stokes thing is 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 slightly separate. But I think that's probably the first, uh, more fundamental change. I think mm. that he's making to the structure, and that is, is a big move. It's, it's it's one that did feel inevitable. But again, there's a bit of media pressure to be you know splitting the roles. And it was seen as a done thing. He started to make that decision, and that is easy, Dan, to make that decision. Hey, we're splitting the roles now. This is the key thing for Rob Key is going to be really is going to be making the right appointments interview process the right because because again this is a kind of role i feel like his position really should be hands off he he is he's chief selector of the of the roles right he's his yeah, chief employer yeah, exactly. that is what he is meant to be doing he should not be around the dressing room much he should not be you know necessarily being buddy buddy chummy chummy with the players so much as he appoints people who are good at their roles and then just watch it watch this happen so if he appoints two good coaches he great Full marks for him, and he can have a nice tenure for a year or two, and move move back into Sky, do whatever he wants if he Ooh, enjoys that would this. Be nice. I will miss him on Sky ultimately. I think it's that's fun. a big loss. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone likes him. Imagine though, with we're speaking in a, in a perfect world now, gets all these decisions right, England are great again. Off he goes into the sunset. Yeah. But you know, but, you know, and 
And he did say, actually, I think, or, or I read somewhere that, you know, the interview process, which I think, here's why I'm thinking there won't be a coach in charge. The interview, the, the applications don't close until the 6th of May and the first test on the 2nd. So it's going to be a really quick turnaround if they do get somebody. But I think he or someone else wrote that perhaps, what if they find the guy that wants to do both and he's perfect? So I still think it's not like set, set, set in stone yet, but it's highly likely, isn't it? I think so. Look at, you know, people in the running, Gary Kirsten, Graham Ford and Simon Katic, uh, the names being thrown around for the test side. What's interesting, just to speak to that final point you made, Dan, Simon Katic might also be interested in that one day role. So wouldn't that be interesting if he interviews? So no, I'm not saying this will happen. It won't. And it wouldn't be no, a good I'll thing. Be, but I'll be very surprised. Wouldn't that be funny if, if Katic absolutely nails, he, he applies to both and is so convincing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it could happen though and, and you know if they get convinced by it why not there might be some coaches that want both you know I mean, that might that might not take the red without the white or vice versa and if key thinks the right guy would be turned away because of that he might uh, adjust his decision slightly yeah you know if the right person you you know makes that pitch but i think you know you're keeping it realistic there's going to be two positions two different roles and hopefully he picks people who are, at, who are who are going to do a great job in both and that's yeah. hard that's really really hard and i'm sure you know he might get one right he might get one wrong and then 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 where do we look at his kind of tenure so it's, so, it's just, there's just so many decisions so many decisions but you know I, i'm glad there's just like we've got one in stone now one's in the process of being made and we're getting good there's good noises coming out of england themselves or not good noises but depends on your opinion but clear noises uh, of, of of where the director's going to be and before we wrap it up again we love chatting about team selections that's i think that's our favorite part of this podcast um and you know we'll obviously be back to do a, a preview of the new zealand test uh, in a few weeks time that starts on the 2nd of june but what do you think a, a stokes team is going to look like because and like i said there's gonna be no national selector probably and the coach will be very new so this first test team will probably be likely be picked mostly by stokes himself so what do you think it might look like i think like i said we already know Broad Anderson, he's going to, he wants to bring back in if they're fit, which they, you know, they both play county champ this week. Obviously, Root will be there uh, at three or four. We don't know, so that's another thing to perhaps think about. But what other players do you think he'll go for? Is he going to stick to something similar to the West Indies, or maybe he's going to have a look at the county champ? We'll be, will be a month, six weeks in by then, and he'll go. Listen, you're, you're piling the runs on, you're taking the wickets, get involved. Yeah, it's a great question, Dan. And again, you know, for listeners, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into a really, a really fascinating, deep preview of the test series. It's going to be a special one. It's going to be a great mm. episode in a couple of weeks. But just right now, you know, a snapshot. Yeah. Um, I, I think a bit of both. So I'm looking at the one of the scorecards in the West Indies test. I mean, we we all said on the on the on the show right until that sad, sad collapse, we were quite happy with the batting unit. And I think Lee's yeah. showed enough, showed enough promise, showed that Definitely. I think he's got the application and technique. Crawley is a question mark, but again, I would still go with him because, again, we can't have it both ways. We can't be being give people a chance and we give them a chance and they're in bad form and we say chuck them out. It's Agreed. difficult. I'd be a terrible Agreed. selector. I think all of us on the podcast would be awful. We'd be awful. Oh, my God. Imagine if we Don't were like a selection a committee. No, keep us away from that. Be woeful. Um, <laughs> but then you're looking looking down the bank list. So you've got the openers potentially there. You've got your Root. I think we all like Lawrence. I think Lawrence was really impressive. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd like to keep him in. Uh, Root, Lawrence, Stokes. Besto, I thought, was good as well. I wouldn't, what, why would you, don't need to drop him. He nope. was really consistent. Then you get the kind of folks debate. And I think that's probably one more to say for that more in-depth preview. But you've got the wicketkeeper debate. So yeah, that's, was... a, that's a special in itself, I imagine. That's something but, for Stokes to but, really think about. But this is something I'm hoping 
like they've done with Rodans, they go bang, that's our wicketkeeper. I don't know whose name they might give it to. I think probably folks leads it at the minute, but I hope they just do that and we can stop. It'll save yeah. us a job chatting about it all the time. Do you know what I mean? Just I hope they just bang it in and, and go for it with some. Let's have some clarity. Let's have yeah. some clarity. Yeah. Um, and then, then UK, there's all that's all kind of positive-ish stuff. I'd say with the batting, like as sad as as sad as the end of the series was, I still no, think there's potential. I agree, there. and I think I definitely said it. I don't know if you guys did, but that I was happy with that top seven for the whole yeah. series, pretty much. Yeah, and they shouldn't. Yeah, and they. Uh, so they I, I hope they all get another go in that order, and it wouldn't be surprising if they did. No, exactly. Only with the preface that Crawley literally cannot score in the county <laughs> champ. Yeah, and somebody. Uh, is piling on the runs and looking really good because I well, think we should. Yeah, that's what the county few. championship should be. There are yeah, a few. I mean Tom Haynes at Sussex mm-hmm. is getting the runs. Uh, you got mm-hmm. Bohannon who can bat in the middle order. If you want to move Root back down to four and put someone else in at three, there is some juggling that can be done. But I wouldn't be shocked if it was that top seven. Yeah. But you know, let's say Stokes and Key or whoever's involved in that first selection process do bring some new names in quickly because of their county champ form. We'll see. That's there. That's how they're going to go about it. You know, I can't wait to see which move they go for. I know it's going to be really, it's going to be really exciting. Um, and then, then the big question marks, and we're obviously I'm sure again towards the end of the pod here, but it really is just the bowling is just question mark, question mark plus Anderson and Broad. So you think yeah, with yeah, all of the all is, the drama, it? all of the <laughs> all of the nonsense, play Anderson and Broad together the first game. Keep it simple. Just injuries you know if they're fine to play play them then you know the spinner is a question mark i mean i would stick with leach but i know a lot of people are saying parkinson a lot of people are saying various things and i think that's a decision for for you know for for stokes to really keep in mind i would i would just play leach i would just say listen you're england's number one spinner as long as you're playing well for england you'll be picked on a spinning pitch if yeah that keeps it simple for me and i think leach has i think leach was impressive in the caribbean i think he was really um consistent i think his economy was much better and what leach needs right dan is a captain who believes in him joe root did mm-hmm. not for whatever reason whether it was oh my new, god whether it was state above, of the fields joe root would give him you know stoke i don't think stokes would do that would he unforgivable yeah. you've got to back your bowlers and that's what i really hope ben stokes brings to this england team is commitment and the courage of commitment to back his own players to back crawley gets two ducks in a row you're still opening for us i still believe in you when that when we're batting in the crease together i'm going to put you on strike because i believe in you same with the spinners and the bowlers so let's just say leach for a second that is a question yep. i just say he's in there so leach broad anderson now for me we need we need a pace merchant right so i think i don't know what woods injury situation is looking like the fact he dropped out the ipl suggests i don't think we'll see him until late think, summer really at the I earliest either so that's a huge that's a big loss because but let's say he was fit Glenn I think an oh, attack of Wood, Leach, Broad and Anderson would, would, would be on most people's first 11 it's nothing new but it's what we're working with is the best players who are for England they're all still good time. players at the end of the day it's just been a, a mismanaged lack of confidence side so you know that will be interesting if they go for that so you know if not Wood, maybe Mahmood, who was good I was going to say Mahmood um, we don't know what Ollie Stone's injury looks like he's not played for Warwickshire yet, I don't think. So again, watching him, Ollie Robinson has. I know he's not, not paid. I'm talking about he's not out and out pace, but another seam bowler. He hasn't played for Sussex yet this season, so you'd suggest the start of June to be too early for him. And I mean, the thing is, you know, Overton it didn't didn't work in the West Indies. Not someone I'm going to die on a hill for. I'm so but if done. he keep, I'm so done. I know, but 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 uh, you know, he's got an absolute stack of wickets so far on the county champ. If mm. he keeps doing the business for Somerset in Division One, he would he's an option. He's I don't know why you necessarily play Mahmood over him if Overton's no, getting all fair. the wickets in the county that's champ. Fair. 
and Jamie Overton, his brother, was clocked at 95 mile an hour, I think, at the Oval. So if we're looking at that pace, they could bring someone new in. I, I don't know. I'm I'm done with the Overton brothers, but I, I get your point. He is still yes. getting stacks of wickets. It's and crazy. I can understand why. Um, so there's, uh, there's what about Chris, what about Chris Wokes, maybe? He's, we're back at home. He loves he loves being at home. <laughs> or, or are we done with him as well because of how, how poor he was away from home? He was really, really bad um, in the West <laughs> Indies. It, I mean, the whole, you know, Overton was hardly better, but he was exceptionally bad. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's home conditions. I, what I imagine, right, Dan, is hopefully Borden and Anderson aren't, not hopefully they won't be, but they definitely won't be fit for every game. There's going to be rotation with the bowlers. Yeah. You want this to be as big and as welcoming a camp as you can have. You want everyone on the you and you want you want everyone feeling valued as a member of this team, right? And I really hope. I think he can do it, that Stokes can just have those one-on-one chats with players, explain why they're not picked, explain if they will be later in the series, and just and just work with them. That's what that's what this team needs. And I think it's good that, you know, Butler's killing it in the IPL. I think we've we've slammed that that conversation. Now the captaincy's mm-hmm. tied up. Butler can stick to one day, absolutely kill it for England. He's doing incredible work with the Registan Royals. So that feels like a question that's been answered and done. Let's let's try and do that with the bowling and batting now. And the wiki as a wiki keeping is a huge yeah, one down. A huge spin, one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And I think, you know, we spoke about some of the clarity they're giving the media and fans, but hopefully if that can be seen within the camp, that can only help the players. Because I think when when Broad and Anderson were dropped or rested or whatever the heck it was in the end for the West Indies series, that felt like they didn't know about it. That came out of nowhere. I'm hoping the Stokes era will, will that won't be happening for players and, and Leach won't be carrying drinks all summer. Or, and if he is, he knows why, and he's fine with it. You know what I mean? There's, it, it does feel like there was some ambiguity going on there in the root era. So, you know, an exciting time. We can't wait for it. Uh, I, I and I thought, Glenn, I, your point really interesting because we've not read that of of is this actually the safe option? Is it sensible? Is it going to work? You know, we've not actually heard a lot of that. So I thought that was actually really interesting. And you know, any commissioners out there who want a sort of other piece, Glenn's your man. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, it's just good to be good to be critical of these things, right, Dan? That's that's why we're to here be. to talk them through. And but, I, you, but genuinely, you then that was the first time I've, I've even thought anything else because I haven't been able to because I've only read good things and I was agreeing with them all. So it's it good to hear the other side uh, of someone's opinion. So well done. Um, and yeah, that was our reaction to it. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks because that test match will come around very quickly uh, to preview. It's a three match series against New Zealand. And I'm sure a lot more will have developed by then. Will we have a coach? Will we have a selector? Will everybody be fit? Lots of things to worry about in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but that'll do for this episode, Glenn. Thank you so much for joining us. That was uh, that was a nice little chat. And I've learned a lot today. I've got a new mindset on things. <laughs> I really enjoyed that, Dan. It's funny, for listeners, we just, you know, just before we went on air, we were like, what should we bring in today? Or the champ <laughs> IPL? Having a focal point and just talking mm. it through can be really enjoyable too. And Ben Stokes is a focal point, isn't he, Glenn? And that's why he's going to be great. And uh, <laughs> I think we'll leave listeners on that note. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks to preview that test series. Uh, until then, look after yourselves. Thank you for listening and goodbye.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.